Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Alright guys, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the show uh, differently today. Um, it's to kind of like I, I get it, you know. We always start the show with excitement, the hype. There, the there's hype. so much hype, but something happened this past weekend Ooh. that I'm not too fond of. Not very happy. No, and uh, we're gonna. I mean, I, I want we're gonna talk about it. We got we got a lot to cover. Shit, so dude. many things to cover. Um. It's not even that. Like I mean, like it's not even this past weekend. Now that I think about it, it's actually from the previous weekend because we're recording this a little bit late. Well, yeah, that's right. Last, yeah. last Saturday it was. Yeah, so uh, we went to the SCW show uh, a couple Saturdays ago, um, and something happened there that uh, because I'm colorblind, I didn't notice it right away. No, you pointed it. Out. I, I I was infuriated. Uh, if you guys know, we have a T Public site. And we got a huge announcement about the T Public site here uh, later on in the episode. Yes, sir. Uh, we create shirts uh, based on the stuff that we do here on our show, uh, like the Travesty shirts, the Dizzle J shirts, the JFW shirts, the logo shirts. Uh, Freak has my second favorite F word shirt. Uh, but one of the biggest shirts that we have, um, which was one of our first created shirts, was the hashtag Epstein shirt. I mean, it was it was like one of the first things. Yeah. One of the first catchphrases we had done. And mind you, we have done numerous things that have caught on in the indie world. Yeah. And now, who's Dan Smith? Who's Dan? Who the hell yeah. is Dan Smith? Yeah, we did. We started that too. Uh, if you guys remember, if you guys, if you guys have been watching, first off, I am Travesty. I'm Dizzle J, and you're listening to the greatest tag team in podcast history, Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast. And we, since the beginning, had a small little issue with um, an SCW fan, uh, Steve. Super fan Steve. Uh, really came out of the gates hard at us when we started up. Oh, yeah. Questioning what we knew about wrestling and, and uh, how we talked about it. And, Troll level 1,000. Yeah. And we coined, first off, it came out to uh, fuck Steve. Yeah. That hashtag in, fuck Steve. Yeah, that turned to hashtag fuck Steve. And then it just turned to hashtag F Steve because we PG'd it. We PG'd it. Yeah. But we something, WWE'd it. But something happened to the uh, hashtag F Steve. Yeah. Uh, Maxi Pad's... Uh, Little sidekick mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim that Lit- gerbil. Yeah, the gerbil. The gerbil. The gerbil stole hashtag F Steve and threw it on his shirt. Yeah, and, and, and on his own shirt. Yeah. First off, poor font. Really poor font. Really, really dorky fucking font. Terrible color. Even yeah. though green is one of my favorite colors, but did not go with that shirt. No, it was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb. So. If you're uh, if you're out there and you're building content, you're out there trying to promote yourself and build up. Do yourselves a favor. Don't steal other people's shit. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Parody it. Yeah, but he literally stole the hashtag of Steve. Stole like blatantly. Yeah, he'd go in with hashtag Screw Steve, or hashtag Who Steve. Yeah, 
No, he went hashtag F Steve. He could went with hashtag fuck Steve, and maybe I wouldn't have felt as bad. But the fact that there's a T Public shirt that says hashtag F Steve. On sale now. At tpublic.com slash JFW. Uh, it rubbed us the wrong way. It, it, even Steve was upset about it. Steve was bothered by it. Because we grew to kind of like Steve. It, it, we, we've brought into this relationship where it's love, hate, yeah. mutual respect kind of veil. He enjoys the shirt. He thinks it's hilarious. Absolutely. So, um, to the guinea pig out there who uh, stole our, uh, our gimmick, if you will, um, faux pas on you. How dare you? You would have think the butternut squash would have known. Oh, the guy that, that went out to a, that threw out a you people at the uh, fans, implying that we were beneath him. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I got, I arrived oh, yeah, late. You were there late. I, you I arrived whole late. Thing. He threw a hissy fit. I don't think I saw him the rest of the night. It was a dorky fucking thing. He came out there trying to, trying to wow over the crowd to nothing but fucking booze because people are finally realizing the kind of person that he is. He's not a person. And then he's sitting there telling us how how you people need to respect what he does and how, you know, he holds the company in his hand or blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit. I couldn't really understand him. It's like he, it's like he bumbled over his script. Did he Steiner it? Oh, he, no, Steiner did better. Ooh. Fucking, it, it was, it, it was a plague upon the fucking company to have that guy go out there trying to represent Ooh. and boost up. He anti-hyped the fucking crowd. Then wow. he tried to win back in. like, we're here. We're going to have a great show because we're doing it for the fans. He's, no, deep down, no. He's a piece of shit. Because that, I mean, that, when I got there, the fan, it was pretty hype. Yeah. And then shout out to the dude and his daughters for the first show. Yeah. I don't remember their names. And I do apologize. But those little girls got into the show. That made it just so much better for us. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's their first show. It was. And, and it, it was cool because, I mean, like, they... They're very interactive into the show, cheering and booing, and you know, like getting all excited. You know, when you get to the climax of the matches and stuff, because <clears throat> we know pro wrestling, yeah, we know yeah. how pro wrestling works. Yeah, definitely. They don't. So in their mind, you know, like this is the real action. You know, it was really fun, cool to sit there and kind of. I mean, you got to speak with the uh, dad more than anything. Yeah, it, it, shout out to dad for not just yeah. thinking I'm some kind of random ass jerk. That I actually knew what I was talking about, and I explained mm-hmm. who I was. We worked with, you know, we worked with the company a little bit here yeah. and there, and so he he let the daughters talk to me and ask me questions, yeah. which was fine by me. I love answering questions, mm-hmm. especially about wrestling. Yeah. Um, my uncle's first show was the same night. Yeah. He really enjoyed the hell out of himself. Mm-hmm. I told him like we go every time. Fuck yeah! Right, and first time I'm gonna say it, but awesome for Hunter Payne and his. Awesome shirt. Oh, man, that shirt looked great. Fuck yeah. If you guys had a chance, if you're watching this on YouTube, first off, thank you for watching the video content of our podcast. You rock. We really do appreciate it. We do see the views growing, so it means we're doing something right. I appreciate that. But the thumbnail shows Hunter Payne in the ring wearing the JFW shirt. The new logo, that is the very first gifted shirt that we gave out. Yeah. 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 We gave it to somebody who... Let's face it, probably doesn't get a lot of gifts from people. Not well liked. <laughs> um but you know what? I I felt like I felt like that was his Superman ass. That was his Superman. Like that's what they like I mean, cause like I've never seen him move across the ring so quickly. And like I mean, granted there was a moment where he kinda got all tucked out and had to take a break, which I get it, he's old. He needs to fucking take a moment to himself. That's fine. You know, maybe his fucking denture popped out. Who the fuck knows? 
But the point is, when he was in the ring, he harnessed the power of JFW. He embraced what we did for him. And yeah, maybe he thanked Dizzle J for it because, hey, let's face it, he's not a big fan of Travis and I just don't know why. <laughs> we just don't get why he's not a yeah. fan of Travis C. I mean, but we are talking about one of the most well-respected men in the industry on the indie side. Too. Oh, we're talking about Holiday now? No, we're talking Hunter. Oh, you're so... Okay. We're, we're not talking oh, about... We're not, we're not talking about Maxi Pad and Gerbil. You talking about the SCW Heavyweight Champion? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I would have less of a problem if it was just Holiday. Yeah, but because of uh, fucking uh, Rodent Boy. Yeah. Stealing our gimmick. But, I mean, it, it's it's a top... It's, it's a week-long topic about shirts and everything because... First off, guinea pigs to our fucking gimmick. Definitely. That, that's bullshit. We gifted a uh, a t-shirt to an elderly man who probably doesn't have much in life. And uh, we also, I'm going to let you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and give the honors of what we're releasing on uh, T Public this week. Dizzle J's brand new shirt. Brand new Dizzle oh, J Oh, it's so t-shirt. dope. It's so awesome. I'm I'm happy the way it came out. Big um, props to Travis E for the design of the shirt. It's so awesome. I can't wait to see I'm it. I'm not going to lie. I gave as much effort as I care to give to do it. It shows. I know. It, it fucking it came it, out it came it, out great. It came out great. It came out fucking awesome. I'm really excited for it. Guys, that shirt's going to be released this week. And every time we release a new shirt on Tee Public, it goes on sale. So I do believe that uh, the original shirts are somewhere around $20 to $25, depending on the size shirt you got to right. get. When they go on sale, they're about thirteen bucks. So you're looking at thirteen to fifteen dollars for this shirt to be released. I believe it's a three day sale. Uh, we're going to release it when we release this show. That way, you have that time frame to purchase the shirt. We'll update the time frame on the Facebook. Yes. To let you guys know how much time you have left to get the new Dizzle J shirt. Now there is a new Travis T shirt I was working on. I did See, it. You don't care for it. I, 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 I love it. I did it more as kind of a, like, I know I'm better than everybody. And I get that. A lot of people don't that's, feel that's that way. That's what I love about it. That's... Um, so I'm debating on whether or not to release it. Um, I think I might. I don't know. I'm going to give myself another week to think about it. Okay. And if I decide to do it, then we'll release it when we release next week's show. Uh, for the time being, I really got to think about it. I'm going to. I guess uh, what what's it called when you get a bunch when you ask a bunch of people questions on it? What was that called? It's like uh, oh, testing the waters. Yeah, it's something group. Deal. It's a something group. I just can't remember. Uh, a focus fo- group. focus group. There you go. Maybe I'll focus group the shirt and give people's ideas on it. And if they like it, I'll fucking release. It. That's what I did with the Dizzle J shirt. Yeah, it's, everybody loved it. Right. Um, on top of that, um, not to put the cart before the horse, as you will, uh, but we created a shirt for the new host the new co-host of jfw now that's not gonna be released until uh the new co-host comes on to the show we're still trying to work out the logistics on on that to get it set up for when they decide to uh come in and get started on the show um obviously with all our work schedules and everything like that it's a little bit difficult but we're going to get figured out we're going to get them on here we're going to sit down with them uh you're going to get to meet them just like you did when you met us on the very first episode and uh, when that happens, their new shirt will be released on the Public. And I got to be honest with you, nothing against your shirt, even though I created that one. I like theirs a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it's a little more your stylish. Yeah, there, there was a lot. I think there was more work going into their shirt than it was yours because I know you. Yeah. I, 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 get the, I, get, I knew what I kind of wanted to do with yours when it came to theirs. It was like you had to learn about them, see what they liked, see. I mean, we we've known each other for 
shit, well over a decade yeah. by now. Yeah. So it's like... Well, especially, and like, the whole thing is like, like what does Dizzle J like? And then this one comes up. But when you when you meet somebody who's fairly new to you, uh, it's like, what can I do for them to make their shirt part of their personality? Right. I think I nailed it. They really like it. They're even more excited to come on the show than ever. So hopefully we can make that happen soon. And then you guys can meet the new co-host as we become a a trifecta of uh, podcast. Trios uh, champion. No. Um, I won't do that. But I got to figure something out because I can't call us the greatest tag team in podcast history. The greatest faction? I'm going to have to go with faction. In podcast. I like that. I'm going to have to. The greatest faction okay. in podcast history. I'm going to have to redo the intro for the odd, uh, the audio uh, recording. You know? Because I got to go like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, freak nest zero, pirate dreams of you. It's the greatest faction in podcast history. Original freak trusty, Fits of 32, Dizzle J. And then I got thrown the new uh, co-host. This is just freaking wrestling, and it'll kick off. It'll work. You'll you'll yeah, you'll, it'll, you'll get it. You'll yeah. get it. So and yes, I, you guys are hearing me right. Okay, I, I'm saying they, them. I'm not saying he or she because I don't want you to know who it is. I don't want you guys to sit there and try to guess like, oh, is it this person? Is it this person? Because I want it to be a surprise. And trust me, I think it's gonna be a great surprise to a lot of you guys. Uh, there's only a few people who do know who it is. Uh, Jay really has didn't know who it was until about a couple weeks ago. I kind of I kind of pieced it together. Yeah. So, it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. Uh, we're going to grow uh, JFW and do a lot more uh, between the three of us. And that, in turn, I think is also going to help us with FreakNet Studios. Definitely. So Plus, we got the video now. We got video, yeah. So, we're going to start building up the video content, too. We, we really got to figure out the uh, the uh, the toy store vlogs yes. we want to work on and all that stuff, too. So, a lot going on. And I get this is... Very, uh, I think this uh, discussion went a little bit longer than I expected because I really want to dive into all the stuff we have to go through. Definitely. Because we got to talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Impact. We got to go over the results of uh, uh, Worlds Collide, the Royal Rumble, Rumble. the SCW results, and everything. Plus, we got the freaking five. <clears throat> and um, actually, oh, that shit, that's something we got to talk about too. Guys, okay, one more thing, then we're going to dive into everything else. Um, if you guys remember, we've been doing freaking five for uh, this. I think past season two at least for the majority uh, yeah, for, of for it. the majority of the show. Uh, and we also included into uh, our podcast the final freaking thought that we started doing. Uh, as we dive more into doing this and doing the video content, everything we have going on, we're altering some of the segments we're doing on the show. So tonight is the last time we are doing the final freaking five, and that's just for now. We may bring it back, you know, the freaking five. What did I say? Final freaking five. Final freaking weird. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could technically cause this. We only do five questions. Yeah, piece, it is right? the, the final freaking right? five. So the freaking five, this is the last freaking five we're going to do for the time being. We're going to put it on hold. Maybe we'll bring it back in the future. But for now, this is the last freaking five we're going to do. And also, we're no longer doing the final freaking thought. Yes. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to replace it with a new segment that we'll get to when we get to that. And I think you guys will like that a little bit more because it'll give it more of a descriptive and impersonal uh, response to what that segment is going to bring. Definitely. So, Jay, for the last time, let's dive into the freaking so five. the final. Anyways. New shirt. New public. New shirt. T public. T E E P U B L I C dot com. Search JFW. Dizzle J's new Mr. 33% shirt will be released this week for you guys to purchase. And every purchase at T public calls out the podcast. So, really, it's a win win for everybody. You guys get a new shirt and we get fucking money. I like that we get fucking money for it. Yeah. 
So, so before we begin, <laughs> I just had Bill one more time. <laughs> this episode uh, Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by Audible.com. If you're just like me and a huge fan of stories and history, and you're even you love learning about the wrestling business, Audible.com is the best place for you to go because you don't have to read it yourself. Somebody reads it to you. It's the one-stop shop for all audiobooks. And because of Dizzy J and myself uh, partnering up with Audible.com, you get a 30-day free trial plus a credit to your first book purchase if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Freaknet! Studios. So make sure you check that out. Also, Jake, surprise for you. It's in the works, but we may have a new sponsor soon. Ooh. It's in the works. I, I, I got to figure out the logistics of it. got to figure out how it's going to work out for us. But there may be a new sponsor in the works. And I say it on, on I say it to you guys because first off, you guys can feel part of the team when we tell you what's going on. And if it goes through, it goes through. If it doesn't go through, it doesn't go through. But at least you know that we're constantly trying to move forward and do bigger things. Yeah. We welcome any kind of sponsorship to the podcast, uh, like this hopefully new partnership that may happen. Uh, but Insert logo here. Yeah. I, I can't do that yet. Can't do that. Not yet. Well, no, we'll just make Not it yet. I'll make a paper. Yes. See? Audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Get your 30-day free trial of Audible, plus a credit to your first book purchase. How about the podcast? And uh, here's some books. Oh, yes. I'm, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Yes. For our final freaking five. Yes. We did. If NXT had an elimination chamber... Who would Adam Cole's five opponents be? Yep. So I'm gonna go first because I know I think you have. I got, I got I got real wrestling. Fans. Yeah, real yeah. wrestling fans yeah. in yourself. So I'm gonna go ahead and go first. I got Pete Dunn. Okay. Walter. Yeah. Keith Lee. Woo woo. I just kind of want to see him and Walter just go at it too. Yeah. Uh, Dream. Double okay. Team Dream. Yep. Roderick Strong. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, okay, so for the real wrestling fans, and first off, thanks to uh, the real wrestling fans who participated in the freaking five as we've been doing it over the past few months and everything. Uh, special shout out to you guys as we continue uh, to um, move forward and try something new and different. Who knows? Maybe we'll reach out to you guys again to participate in some way or another. But from the real wrestling fans, we got Jacob who went with uh, Champa, Walter, Roderick Strong, Keith Lee, and Dominic. Nate went with uh, Champa, Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor, and Roderick. Jacob uh, went with Champa, Balor, Riddle, Walter, and someone from the main roster. So he kind of left open. Uh, that's kind of lazy, but whatever. That is a little lazy. Yeah, yeah, he could just name somebody. Anywho, uh, Adam went above and beyond and uh, went with two different ones. Uh, indecisive as fuck, I guess. Uh, Champa, <laughs> Dunn, Riddle, Dream, and Dominic, or Gargano, Strong, Lee, Grimes, and Priest. Martez went with Champa, uh, Velveteen Dream, Balor, Gargano, and Keith Lee. Joshua went with uh, Champa, Gargano, Balor, Lee, and Walter. Keith went with Champa, Lee, Dominic, Priest, and Balor. Luis went with Champa, Lee, Strong, Balor, and Dunn. I'm hearing a lot of Priest. I'm still not. I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on this yet. No. Uh, Josh went with uh, Lee, Balor, Champa, Gargano, and Dominic. And then Dylan went with Champa, Gargano, Dream Lee, and Matt Riddle. And then for my freaking five, I went with uh, Champa, Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor, Gargano, and uh, I also went with Damian Priest. Nice. Not sold on him, 
But I do know he is the type of wrestler I think could uh, flourish in like Elimination Chamber. I, I feel like this character needs to be just a little, just just based on his look. Okay, bear with me. He needs to be just a little bit darker. I think. I just I I, I threw the guys in there who I think you get a lot more high risk stuff out of. Yeah. Uh, Priest, I think would be more of a punch bag. Get your shit in on. Is <laughs> it not sold on? But the thing is, like, because I thought he's from Tyler Breeze in there for that. But does Breeze? I, no, I, no. He's been through. He's been through way too little of a storyline to get like. No. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I, I want to do Lee. I think Lee would be a good one. But being North American champ, I don't think he needs that right now. Same thing with Walter being the UK champ. You know, it's like it's like who does Adam Cole have great storylines with? Champ and Gargano are obviously the big two. Um, Velveteen Dream obviously a UE. Um, yeah. You know. You know, target because he's been gone for so long. Him coming back, I think, would be a great thing too. Obviously, Balor, keep pushing. Yeah, yeah Balor, you can put him anywhere. Yeah. Damian Priest, I think, would be a good thing. Dominic would be a great one too because for being a big guy, he's very athletic. But I think when it comes to Priest, he's had more of those like matches against like Pete Dunne and stuff like that. To more, where he's, of, uh, more of the, I don't want to say upscale, but bigger match feels. Yeah, for Dominic. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. Um, Jay, your call. What, uh, what, what results you want to start with? We're not gonna. It's not gonna be very descriptive. We're just gonna kind of run through all of them because we have so many. Let's. Uh, well, what happened first? The rumble, right? No, Raw did. I guess. No, Sunday is before Monday. I don't fucking remember, man. It's been so fun. Worlds collide. This, this is why. This is why I hate recording on Mondays. This is why this happens whether we record on Mondays or I not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was World Collides, and then the Royal Rumble, and then Raw. Well, let's okay. Let's follow that then. My God, the world we live in. This, this is why we suck. I, I think this is why people like us. <laughs> this is why people like. This we're why we're like, average Joes doing stuff that people get paid millions of dollars for, and we're yeah. doing it here. Almost live. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. All right. Uh, pre-show match. Uh, you had uh, Kaylee Ray took on um, Mia Kim in a singles match. Kaylee Ray picked up the win. I picked uh, Kaylee Ray, so that's one for me. Balor took on, um, sorry, uh, Dominic. Uh, Balor picked up the win. I think we both picked uh, Balor on that yeah. one. I heard uh, that was a pretty good match, though. The, they're all good matches. Really? And when it comes down, I see, yeah. Uh, Fatal Four Way, more your suited cruiserweight tied oh, on the yeah. line. Uh, Jordan Devlin picked up the win against Angel Garza, Swerve, and Travis Banks. I picked Angel to retain. You picked Swerve to win. We we're both wrong on that one, obviously. DIY uh, came back together, took on Mustache Mountain. DIY picked up the victory. I saw the highlights for that match. Yeah. That match was great. So we both picked DIY for that one. Uh, Ripley took on Tony Storm. Uh, I believe I had Ripley. We both picked Ripley for this one, and Ripley retained. Yeah, because it was uh, the final match that you picked uh, Imperium, I picked UE, Imperium picked up the win. So we tied on that. So this show we tied. <sighs> yeah, right? Yeah, no, whew, yeah. yeah that, that must be I lost the Rumble. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, top to bottom card was great. Uh, the, the negative downfall from the show uh, is... Uh, Alexander Wolf got knocked out very early in the match. Like, really? shoot, knocked out. Yeah. 
So it was an accident. It was just a, it was a wrong knee, I believe, by Bobby Fish. They caught him wrong. Um, literally knocked him out. I think he was taken away. I can't remember too much about that moment, but yeah, he was pretty gone for the rest of the match. I just had the highlights. I did see had the just the three of them in there. So yeah. I, I guess I need to go back and rewatch and watch yeah. it. Highlight. Uh, my match of the night for this one was uh, Ripley versus Storm. Yeah, I think it was very good, and I, I like I like seeing the passion that uh, Tony Storm has for it, and to see them fighting at one point for the UK Women's Championship, and Tony Storm coming ahead, and now obviously we have uh, Rhea Ripley who retained her Got title, her which fun fact uh, is still noted here as the NXT Women's Championship, not just the NXT Championship yet. I don't want to get that into that again. Fuck yeah, I want to get into that. <laughs> Let's talk some shit. I think we did a lot of that the last episode. Yeah, I know. All right, go ahead. Uh, so the Royal Rumble. Yep. Pre-show. Why they have a pre-show is beyond me. They don't need it. The Rumble's long enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Shorty G versus Sheamus. Yep. This is a match that could have happened on SmackDown. Did not need to happen on a Royal Rumble card. Yeah. I picked Shorty G. I, I think I picked Sheamus. You it? did, yeah. You picked Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus ended up picking picking up the win. Yeah. Uh, it got a grade B. I did not get to watch this because for as goofy as his name is, Chad Gable is still a good fucking. Wrestler. Oh, he's a yeah, 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 guaranteed. And I, I think he's getting more of a uh, wrestler's like attire to like the weird basketball shorts thing. I think it would have made more sense because he looks more like Kurt Angle now. Shaved than the other guy did. Yeah, I don't remember the other guy's name. Jordan. Jordan. Well, okay, that one. <laughs> United States Championship. Yeah, Jason Jordan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Humberto Carrero. Wrestling fans, folks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he should be more memorable. Uh, <laughs> Humberto Carrero <laughs> versus Andrade. Uh, I imagine this match is probably pretty dope. Yeah, we both picked uh, Andrade. For Andrade that. did pick up the win. Yeah. Falls count anywhere match. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. I am sick of this feud. Yeah, and we both picked Roman for this one. Uh, I liked it. Um, I liked it for the most part. I, I liked how they wrestled throughout the entire. I mean, they wrestled through the entire baseball. It, it was a decent match. It was really cool. I mean, you saw a jump. I believe it was Jay who did the. The uh, dive from uh, above that um, scaffolding. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Uh, they took a serious fucking choke slam onto the uh, guardrail uh, on a great match. It was, it was a good match. It was a good opener. Um, I think this was probably one of the better matches in the feud. Uh, I think it had to do because more of the stipulation than anything. But logically thinking, we're going to talk about it when we get into the SmackDown results. It was one of the things you think would end the feud. Yeah. But it doesn't. Uh, Reigns did pick up the win, and uh, we both tied uh, on that one. So you're still up one right now. I'm still up one right now. The Women's Royal Rumble match. Yeah. I think this is probably by far my favorite Women's Royal Rumble match so far. Yeah. Is it because Beth Fick busted her head open and bled for like 20 fucking minutes straight before she got eliminated? No, it's because one of my favorite NXT wrestlers, Bianca Belair, just had a fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous treat. Yeah, she she currently holds the uh, record for most eliminations. I mean, I I really thought I was like, yeah, they're gonna give it to her. You know, and that's because I mean, it was going thirty minutes. I believe she was in it for thirty minutes. Yeah, she eliminated. I believe it was nine people, eight or nine people like that. Um, it. I mean, she she really 
took advantage of that opportunity. And the shitty thing is, okay, so I know that we have women coming to the Royal Rumble, the regular Royal Rumble. Yeah. Santino, Santina. You got to say Santina. Santina. Yeah. That, that was stupid. There were plenty, plenty. I disagree. I thought I disagree. it was stupid. I thought I disagree. it was stupid. For Beth Phoenix to be part of it, I disagree. It, it, gi- it gives it that, that, that uh, comedic relief in that one brief moment. I don't think it took away from anyone uh, Anyone else's spot. I guess because they had that history, it does make sense. Yeah. But to I mean, me, realistically, there are other people you could have taken out of it. Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Chelsea Green. Um, nothing against either one of them, but... I mean, Mighty they, Molly. I was, I was okay with Mighty Molly. But the fact that it was Molly Holly, what, like two years ago or last year's or yeah. even both, I can't remember. But the fuck have Mighty Molly come out, I think was kind of fucking cool. Uh, Kelly Kelly, I could have done definitely without. I mean, Chelsea Green was really in and out really quick, too. Right. So, I wouldn't say Santino took away somebody else's spot because there were other people you could have also got rid of and still kind of kept that comedic spot for Santino and Beth Phoenix to kind of reunite again for the first time in what seems like a decade. And I mean, uh, Shannon Blazer had an outstanding run, Right, number 30. And when she came out at number 30, I was like, fuck Jay's going to pick up this fucking point on this. Because you picked Baszler with, uh, or no, you picked Ronda with Baszler being your dark horse. Yeah. And I picked Charlotte with Ronda being my dark horse. So I was like, as soon as she came out, I'm like, fuck, she is going to win. She's going to go on to WrestleMania. But uh, I was surprised Ronda didn't uh, show up. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was the biggest, uh, if you read the dirt sheets or whatever you want to call them, yeah. everybody was saying she was coming back yeah. to the Rumble. But happy she didn't. Uh, I really, like, again, I thought Babeser was going to take it out here. I, I was like, fuck T, I got this, I got this. And then Charlotte Flair wins. Yeah. Which, kudos to Charlotte Flair, but I don't want to see Charlotte Flair and Becky. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see Becky go against somebody different yep. or Charlotte Flair and Bailey. Mm-hmm. But the rumor mill has is that Charlotte Flair is going to challenge for a different women's title. Or NXT. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. It'll be... They got a C plus. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, Lacey Evans versus Bailey, SmackDown's Women's Championship. Yeah. I think this is one of Lacey's best showings. Yeah, there were a couple uh, spots I think she kind of missed on. Uh, there was definitely uh, a corner spot uh, where she almost fell. And caught herself by the foot and then kind of tried to do a springboard. So there was that moment where she had two back-to-back kind of botches. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of collected herself. It was definitely one of her best showings. I, I yeah. firmly believe that. Uh, Bailey did end up winning mm-hmm. uh, with a handful of tights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I think we both picked Bailey for that one. Yeah. The strap match. Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. I wasn't impressed. I was, I, as much... They whooped the shit out of each other. Yes, yes, but it wasn't a traditional strap match rules. Yeah, they had to. The yeah. strap match, you had to do the four the, quarters. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Other than that, it was a, was a, a bad match. It's just like when you sit there and alter the rules of it to do something different. I'm not a big fan of that. Right, would rather have been the four corners. Uh, the Fiend ended up taking up the win. It got an A plus rating. I don't know about the A plus rating. Like I said, it was a fun right. match to watch. And the thing is too, like if they. If they wanted to do the strap match with the original rules, it would have been a lot. It would have been a logical way 
for the title to be taken off of the fiend if they wanted to go that route. If they wanted to take it from, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! So, I hit, I yeah. hit an ad. And it, it was weird too because uh, if you noticed, and I could be completely wrong, you can uh, correct me if I am. This is the first time the fiend wrestled without the red light. Yes, I was thinking. You know what? I was going to bring that up too, and I yeah. forgot all about that. But I, I don't dig the red light. No, I hate the red light. I'm just trying to remember if that was because obviously the last time he wrestled it was Bray Wyatt versus The Miz, so right. it was Bray Wyatt didn't need the red light. But I think this is the first time the Fiend wrestled without the red light. Which be which? What makes you wonder if they didn't use it this time? I think they're finally listening to the fans on one aspect, not so much booking. Yeah, but visually, this yeah, kind of sucks. Don't use red like yeah. the red cage. I hate the red cage. Um. Mm-hmm. Besides the point, women's championship, raw women's championship, Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Yeah. This, I thought was a great match. I liked it. I, I, liked I it. really did. Uh, Lynch ended up defeating Asuka, which was no big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, the burying of Asuka to me is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She I is, think she wants to go back to NXT. I don't blame her. Yeah. Now, the meat. The meat, the men's Royal Rumble. Fucking Brock Lesnar, number one. Number two was Elias. And Brock just went through everybody. I think he's got, uh, was it, 15 eliminations? Yeah, yeah, he owes a record. No, he doesn't No, have he's got, now. it's yeah. tied with Roman. Yeah. Uh, he kind of, he kind of held back from a little bit from Keith Lee. If you watched the mouth and read, like, well, that's a big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, well, there's a lot of cool moments in there, especially with Sean Benjamin uh, when he came yeah. out, kind of like you know, screwed him over. Uh, yeah, and I <clears throat> when I first started watching, I'm like, this is gonna be fucking dumb. This was gonna be like throughout the entire fucking yep. thing, but obviously that changed. I I, I like the way they played it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to WWE because I was not a fan. I thought they were gonna push him all the way through, and it was gonna be something stupid. But no, they did it right. They they made him look strong. They took a couple dudes in there to come after him. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Ricochet and Drew McIntyre teamed up basically. Right. Ricochet gave. Oh him yeah, yeah. Ricochet low blowed him. Yeah. Low blowed him, and then. Yep. Right outside of the ring, McIntyre. I love the part when uh, after McIntyre kicked him out and like was still doing his shit, and Brock was on the ground. He kept going back over and staring yeah, at him. Yeah, just staring down at him. Uh, Miz came in, AJ Styles, Ziggler, Carl Anderson, and number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. You think you know me? That was awesome. Edge looked great. Yeah. Uh, he had he did some great shit in there. I I did not really lose a step. How did you feel about that fucking camera angle when he speared Dolph? They completely missed. Yeah, it was weird. Like the fact that the very first spear we've seen since him in like action, yeah, completely fucking missed him because of a poor camera angle. But he, what I did enjoy is when he he went up to Seth Rollins and grabbed Rollins and was just yelling at him. Because if you remember, I want to say maybe a year or two, or there's a whole issue with Becky and Beth. And yeah, that. where they he they held his head down on the money in the bank case, and he was gonna. Do the court curb stomp to him, so I love that that was a throwback to previous bullshit that they were yeah. going through. Uh, yeah. And then uh, there was also that moment where AJ uh, was, uh, he was actually eliminated, I think, a little prematurely, but that was due to like a shoulder injury. 
because he took a, an inside out bump from the spear yeah. landing on his shoulder. Right. So there was a there was a surprising factor I think when Edge eliminated him because he wasn't supposed to be eliminated at that moment, but injury uh, kind of prevented him from moving forward in it. So, uh, him and Randy Orton actually teamed up for a moment, and then he threw Orton out. I loved it. Yep. Uh, Roman Reigns came out, and that that's when I thought it was over. I really thought that Roman was going to win. Uh, Kevin Owens, Alistair Black, Samoa Joe. I mean, this is a list. Didn't really see no no bullshit entries or anything like that, which was cool. Uh, no no older guys besides Edge. But to me, that felt like it worked really well. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre ended up picking up the win, which super happy with that. I think that's going to be a great match. How do you, you feel about the, uh, the Seth Rollins uh, segment thing with uh, Author of Pain and Buddy Murphy being out there attacking everybody and shit? It's bogus. Yeah. I did like I did like when it was uh when like kind of Seth was in the middle and it was like Roman Edge uh, McIntyre and uh, there was somebody else in the four corners and he tried to go up to Orton. Orton. Was it Orton? I think it was Orton. Yeah, he was trying to go up to Reigns like, hey, help it out. Remember, you remember yeah. giving like the shield fist and all that stuff, and then they all just beat the shit out of him and threw him out. <laughs> I all in all, it was it was a decent pay per view. Yeah. Now there was I can't remember. How? But I know I won the Royal Rumble. How? And I think we both picked McIntyre. I know, but there was I think there was one where we picked differently. And I'll have to double check. I have the results downstairs. I don't have them up here. That's why I thought that notepad was. Uh, the pad is downstairs. I know I won. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll double check when we get down there. I know there was. I know we picked differently, and I think... I want to say with the Bailey-Evans match, I want to say we picked differently, but... It's downstairs. Well, we're going if that. anything, it's probably the Oscar match. I don't know. I don't know if you took Oscar for it. The point is, I know I won. That's the big thing. I know I won. So, I'll go. We'll go look at that. But all in all, it was a pretty good pay per view. I think the Royal, both Royal Rumble matches were really good. Um, I think even Brock not lasting till the end was a pretty cool like. I, I think that's they needed to do that just to solidify. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Give him that, like, all right, maybe he can be Brock. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Raw the following day, obviously McIntyre comes out. He's a new current champion. He challenges, or current number one contender for the championship, challenges Brock Lesnar right out the gate. Has a uh, handicap match against Carl uh, Anderson, Luke Gallows. Uh, picks up the win. Not an A on that handicap match, which I think for handicap matches especially, when you're trying to enhance a guy to get yeah. an A is really fucking rare, but it just shows you the kind of guy that McIntyre is. Uh, following that, we have Mysterio taking on MVP, um, which was MVP's last match. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting to see that he came back for the Royal Rumble and then came back for that. Yeah, uh, but I think because he he see I think he went on Twitter or social media and stated like. It's not his last match, but it was his last match for WWE, and I think he just wanted to come back to do that. I mean, so, I get it. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to do. Uh, nice to see. Uh, it it would have been. I think it would have been cooler if he would have faced Matt Hardy, though. Yeah. Alistair Black took on uh, just another competitor, uh, picked up the win, uh, cut a promo saying he's tired of not waiting for people to knock on his door. He's going to start knocking on doors himself. I like that promo. So I think that's going to kind of like bring it back around to yeah. like him. 
hopefully getting that push he deserves. Because he, I mean, I would love to see him take on McIntyre in a series like he did with Buddy Murphy. And you know eventually you're going to see that eight-man tag. You know, you know Murphy, uh, the Viking Raiders, and Kevin Owens, because I believe Samoa Joe's fucking injured again. Really? Yeah. He needs to, he needs to be done. I'll say it. Samoa it's... Joe and Kevin Owens, I'll smart Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Not too worried talking about that. Like I said, I just want to get through these results real quick. Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens uh, took on Rollins and Buddy Murphy, and obviously uh, Rollins and Murphy picked up the victory. It was an okay match. Humberto um, Carrillo took on Andrade. Uh, a little behind the scenes shoot. Andrade's getting suspended uh, right. for the drug policy. Everyone assumes Andrade is dropping the title. Well, he didn't. He retained it. Yeah. Um, but they write him off the show by taking a, uh, what's the DDT called that he does? The Hammerlock DDT. The Hammerlock DDT. Humberto yeah. does a Hammerlock DDT on Andrade on the concrete and the outside, obviously to kind of push him off for a while. But he retained the U.S. title. Now, I don't know if that means they're going to do a tournament or something down the line or if he's really going to hold it for the 30 days that he's out. Unless they, unless they make him defend it as soon as he gets back. Maybe. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, Charlotte Flair took on Asuka. Flair picked up the victory. 24-7 championship. No Way Jose versus Mojo Raleigh. Raleigh defeated Jose. Truth defeated Raleigh. Raleigh defeated Truth. Big fucking deal. Uh, Mojo introduced uh, kind of a Lackey. Yeah, bodyguard type guy. Yeah. I think he called him his offensive end or some shit. Since that's what I didn't get. Like, he's not he's not established enough, big enough, I think, to have a bodyguard. No. You know, when Shawn Michaels brought in Diesel, Shawn Michaels was top of his game. Yeah. Liv Morgan took on a lot in a singles match. Uh, very lackluster and it's unfortunate because, again, I think they're just killing fucking Liv Morgan. So sad. Eric Rowan. Um, this Eric Rowan shit. <laughs> it's awesome to see F grades. Shout out to Bleacher Reports. Nice. Fucking yes. <laughs> crushing it. Um, then the Radio Superstar who makes his return. Uh, Randy Orton comes out, hugs him, say, we need rated RKO. RKO's him, does and does again, shared. I thought that was great. I think it was a really cool movie. There was a lot of people freaking out about that. There was, because there, there was an explanation. They showed a description of the contract. And I don't know how true the contract is yeah. based on this, but it's like, it's a three-year, three million a year, uh, 25 appearances or three matches a year. So. I mean, as long as they don't stick the title on them, I'm good. Yeah. I think I think once you get the Hall of Fame, you should kind of lose your, yeah. but, hey, look at lose your title shots. Look what it did to fucking Goldberg. Ugh. Right. All right. Impact Wrestling Results. This is, I don't know why this is not recording on my TV, but whatever the case may be, I think yeah. someone's messing with my recordings. Not it. Not it. Not uh, it. Josh Alexander took on Vikingo. I hope I'm saying that right. Kind of not really. Yeah, never do. Never do. Uh, the winner Will, was Will Ospreay. Osprey. I know. Gotcha. Boy, do I know. Gotcha, guy. Um, Vikingo took the win. I have no idea who that is. Uh, next, we had Murder Clown versus the Rascals. That sounds interesting. We need to check out these Murder Clowns. Murder Clowns. Uh, the Rascals end up winning. I, I am familiar with the Rascals. Yeah. I do enjoy them. They, they do this little... 
It's cool to think to ask her about what's going on about four four months now of AEW being on TV. We're still seeing some new people. Yeah. Well, this this is Impact. Oh, you're talking about Impact right now? Yeah. Impact comes first. Why the fuck was I thinking that AEW? Impact's on Tuesdays. Is it really? Yeah. For some, why was I thinking Thursdays? It used to be on Thursdays. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Moose versus Taurus. Winner, Tor- Moose. How is Moose not in WWE yet? His mic skills. Is it? Yeah. He's got, you know how Swagger had that lisp? Yeah. Moose is his worst. I thought that lisp was a gimmick. I don't think so. No? I think he had the surgery because there's some kind of... Thing down here, you can. I mean, look at Ezekiel Jackson. I mean, like, he really didn't do much to kind of just walk around and beat the shit out of people. I mean, yeah, fucking Moose could do that. I, I, Moose is a great in ring performer. I just can't stand just him. Stick talking. him in, uh, fucking Corbin's court. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. That's fucking rude. Yeah. Poor Bobby. Poor Bobby. Or Robert Rude. I think it's Bobby again. I hope it's Bobby. I didn't like Robert Rude with a fucking mustache. Dude, it's a. Poor man's uh, Rick, which, Rude. Rick Rude. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Jordan Grace versus Kira Hogan versus Can you Imagine Mason, if right? Rick Rude changed his name to Richard Rude. Dick Rude. Dick Rude. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace, Kara Hogan, Mastering. I am very familiar with all, all three mm-hmm. of them. Uh, Jordan Grace is relatively new to the main scene. Yeah. But she's. She's dynamite. I, I suggest if you haven't seen her, if you looking for a great female talent, check out these three women. Uh, Madison Rain is obviously probably in the twilight of her career. Well, and she, uh, I mean, she was back in TNA in like what oh four oh five. I think she's an, I, she might be an original. Yeah, and she I mean, actually had the, she had a stint on NXT. And all that yeah. Shit, so yeah, she had a stint on NXT. Yeah, I think she was in the uh, May Young class. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grayson, I pick up the win. Good for her. Uh, next up, we had Dr. Wagner versus Reno Scum. Uh, not too familiar with either one of them. Reno Scum I, was somebody that was coming in as I stopped watching. Uh, this stupid thing is all busted up. It doesn't say who won. I don't care. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Best of five matches, Michael Elgin versus Eddie Edwards. I did get to see a majority of this match because it was on at work. I'm a fan of Elgin. I, I, like, I like Eddie Edwards, too. Yeah, I, I liked him better when he was in the weren't Wolves. They get, weren't they getting the Wolves back together? Was that a rumor? I, you know, I haven't seen the other guy in a while. Yeah. And I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Elgin ended up taking up the win. Because he made uh, Eddie pass out from a crossface. Yeah. Huge fan of Elgin. I do like Elgin. Uh, NXT, Finn Balor took on uh, Trent Seven. Balor picked up the win. Uh, Diana Barrazzo took on Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi's getting a lot of fucking opportunities, which is really cool. Uh, Blackheart picked up the win. She had a good showing against Blazer. Oh, God, yeah. Even, yeah. Uh, even when they uh, kind of like collided in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's kind of funny because she almost eliminated Baszler again. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, Keith Lee came out, talked about his new ch- title, you know, how he's champion now. 
Uh, Dominic and Priest both came out to make a challenge. Obviously, they both end up fighting each other. I love how Keith Lee just dipped. <laughs> he's, he's like, like you guys got stuff to discuss. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And, uh, Dominic picked the win against Priest. Ooh. So it was a pretty, I mean, that's, I think that's a pretty good push for him as well. Uh, Ciampa comes out. <clears throat> Challenges Cole. I believe they're going to be facing each other in Portland. Um, Cole comes out because obviously uh, he's not he's not really happy with Champa attacking Yui in the back. He took the ball out. Came out, pulled a table out, drew a big yellow X on the middle of it. Cole comes Cole comes to the stage. Regal comes out with the contract. Cole takes the contract, runs to the ring. Cole goes through the fucking table. Um, Champa signs the fucking contract, wipes his blood on it because he's bleeding from a mic shot, and uh, it is set for NXT Portland uh, for the two to take on each other. Dakota Kai took on Tegan Knox. Uh, grudge match, obviously, uh, two best friends were fell apart at uh, and uh, the War Games, kicked, right? Yeah, oh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, War Games when uh, Kai just fell. Yeah. Which we were there. We saw it. Saw it firsthand. Called it. Yeah, fucking marked out. Called that. it. Fucking marked out to that shit. Uh, Knox picked up the win uh, in a not so uh, clean way. He smacked her in the face uh, with the yeah. brace. but she deserved it. Long overdue. Chelsea Green took on uh, Kaden Carter, Kaden Carter's debut in um, NXT. Took up the victory against Green. Uh, Dusty World Classic Finals, the Grizzled Young Veterans took on uh, your buddies, the uh, Broserweights. Where Broserweights took oh, up man, the win. I love that match. And because of their victory, because they are the new Dusty Road Classic champions, they have an opportunity to take on Undisputed Era. Uh, and, uh, still not think, sold on them? No. I think they're a great tandem. They got they got great tandem. I'm not a huge fan of Riddle. Yeah, I know. I'm not a huge fan of Riddle. It's just like I I just yeah, just not sold on him too much. I do like his um. I I don't know what he calls a finisher or I don't no. It's not even a finisher. It's a setup move. We kind of like have him set up on a tombstone and it's like a reverse uh, Styles Clash. Yeah, I'm a fan of that move. I think that's pretty cool fucking move. It's a unique and different move. It's just something about him. It's I mean like it's not his promos because his promos are pretty decent. I mean, obviously, it's more comedy. It relates to a more, like, you know, fucking certain kind of culture. Um, And obviously, it gives you the, um, it kind of reminds you of uh, Kane and X-Pac. You have the, like, the one tough guy and then the one kind of goofy ass. I I love how he he always calls it, Doug's the life of the party, and Doug's just sitting there like, exactly. (laughs) So, I, I like that concept of it, but it's just, I wish it was more... That I could get drawn into. It's just not. But they picked up the win. It is kind of weird, though, if you realize, like, a lot of the winners of the Dusty World Classic are non-tag teams put together. Yeah. So, not a huge fan of that. I think UE is, like, maybe the only one that was a real tag team. Or, no, AOP. AOP and UE might have been the only ones who are, like, true tag teams. Because I think the first year was, like, Balor and Samoa Joe. This year is the Bros and the Weights. Uh, Ricochet and Black. Yeah, so it's like it's guys who are put together, you know. So, but whatever. AEW Dynamite. <laughs> they made their Ohio debut. Um, I am gonna read this once. So Moxley came out. He's the number one contender for the championship. I do want to read this because I, I I thought it was great when he said it. He's like, I'm not perfect, I'm no role model, I'm no saint, but I don't have to wear a white or a black hat, but I make sure at the end of the day I can look myself in the mirror. All the championships in the world don't mean nothing unless you have honor, unless you live by a code. When I see Chris Jericho, I see a coward, a bully, and a boy, and do I hate bullies? 
I thought that was neat. Uh, he ended up getting jumped by like 10 dudes. And it got broken up. <laughs> and Mox is just sitting there. True Mox style. Just I'm not afraid to get jumped by five guys. Then they bring five more guys out. <laughs> uh, I really hope Moxley gets it. I really do. I really hope someone pays for this pay-per-view so I can go to their house and watch it. <laughs> uh, and one of the cutoff sequence, you see MJF and Wardlow hand an envelope that says the Young Bucks to the Blade, the Butcher, and the Bunny with some cash inside. Because if you remember previously, the Bucks attacked MJF. Yep. Well, they had a tag team match. They got it on. Doesn't say. It doesn't say who won. Moving on, Jay. Moving on. Moving on, Jay. You are crushing that. I am killing it. You are fucking killing it. I I think it got interrupted. That's probably what happened. Uh, You're just too excited about your new t-shirt. I am. You're just way too excited about the new t-shirt. It's in my head. I can see the... It's nice. It's nice. Well, people are watching this on YouTube are going to uh, check out that new sweet thumbnail. That's going to be your new t-shirt. So So awesome. I get to be. Uh, Nyla Rose against Big Swole was next. Uh, Nyla speared Big Swole, then got it done with a sit-down powerbomb, the Beast Bomb, for the victory. Nyla continues to cement her position. I I think it's just a matter of time before she's a champion. Yeah, I mean, she's totally capable of it. Yeah. Uh, Kip Sabian took on Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. uh, with Penelope Ford in his corner and Arne Anderson in Cody's corner. I believe that this is when uh, Arne Anderson got kicked out of the ring for belly bopping the referee. Should have been kicked out of the ring 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Cody used three consecutive strips down the crossroads for the victory. Okay. Dr. Britt Baker came out to an interview with Tony Schiavone. This is weird. I saw this, and it was just, ugh. Because she started ripping into Schiavone for no reason. Uh, backstage, SoCal Uncensored, so SCU, came out to the ring sporting Lakers jerseys. Of course, we all know Kobe died. Yep. The main event, Private Party. And Darby Allen versus Santana Ortiz and Le Champion. Ta-da. Moxley came out with baseball hat swinging. <laughs> so basically, it was just a night of interruptions. I, I do think they're going to pick up more steam. I just think they need to move off Wednesday nights. I really do. Yeah. Them or NXT. One of the two. Yeah. Or just shut the doors. I mean, hey, that works too. All right, so SmackDown. Um. Roman Reigns comes out, talks about how he picked up the victory against Corbin at the Royal Rumble. The Usos are out there, too. I think they call himself the... The Bloodline. Yeah, the Bloodline, you're right. Corbin comes out with his uh, little court there. They challenge each other to a six-man tag at the end of the night, and loser has to eat dog food. Yay. (laughs) So gimmicky. Uh, Fatal 4-Way tag team match to determine number one contendership for the tag team titles uh, at the... uh, I, I, can't, I don't know. Is it called Crown Jewel? Is that what they call the pay-per-view? I'm not sure. Yeah. We shouldn't um, be there. Yeah. Saudi Arabia is going to be there at the end of Fe- They're going to be in Saudi Arabia at the end of February. Fatal four-way tag match determined on one contenders for the SmackDown titles uh, against the New Day. 
So we had the Fatal Four. We had the Heavy Machinery, the Revival, Miz and Morrison, and then the Lucha House Party. Miz and Morrison pick up the victory. Uh, once again on social media, Revival go on record saying that they requested their release from Day Day E. And uh, I doubt they will get it, but they are ready to go. Oh, I'm, I don't doubt that. Yeah. They're probably the best, one of the best tag teams in WWE mm-hmm. right now. Sonya, uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose uh, took on Alexa Bliss and Nick Cross. Bliss and Cross took the victory against Fire and Desire. Fucking Otis! Got a date for V-Day! Otis! That was my get favorite it, part. It. You know, let me get through this and I'm going to go and talk about that for a minute. <laughs> um, one of the coolest fucking things that happened on the show, uh, Air Continental Championship match, Shinsuke Nakamura took on Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman picked up the uh, win. First singles title that he won. End of the E, so that was a cool uh, moment for him. Sheamus took on Shorty G. Sheamus picked up the win against Shorty G. Um, Naomi came out, interrupted Bailey. Nice little uh, little thing there, whatever. Nice seeing Naomi back. Yeah. Um, I I like the headgear. Yeah, I think and her re- her return to the Royal Rumble, I think, was a kind of a cool thing. Too. Yeah. Uh, Six man tag, obviously. Uh, the Bloodline took on King uh, Corbin's Court. Uh, Usos and Rain won. Got a D. Big fucking deal. Um, Otis fucking asked out Mandy Rose for uh, next Saturday, and Rose said she couldn't do it. Got all fucking broken hearted, but she's like, but I'm free next Friday. <sighs> fucking Valentine's Day. Otis is on a date with Mandy Rose on fucking Valentine's Go Day. Go Otis. Hopefully cool. he practices that bulldozer. <laughs> So, coolest fucking thing. I'm glad that they're doing that. It just goes to show that fat people like me can get the girl. So. You better start learning how to do the caterpillar. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can fucking do that, it. That's so I good. don't know if I actually... That's so going to be a YouTube video. I don't know if I could, though. I think it might be too lanky. We'll see. Otis is very well-rounded. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're gonna dive into the SCW results here in a little bit, but I just want to remind you all that if you're not a fan, or if you're not part of our Patreon yet, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast today and sign up. Uh, we have two incredible uh, patrons right now, uh, Becca and Brandy, which Becca uh, Becca celebrated a birthday a couple weeks ago, got her birthday shout out. And Brandy actually had a birthday last week. I want to wish her a happy birthday as well. So um, uh, if you guys again the Dude, spend a Patreon. I can't fucking do it right now. So, I can't to help out the podcast, we offer you super cool things to do, like certain tasks you can hear, extra content, like the dark side of the the dark side of the ring. I can't say dark side. Then that thing. You you gotta pick this up, man. I can't fucking. We can't. We both can't fail on this. You, you can control the whole show. The gorilla. Let me setting. try again. Let me try again. You try again. Let me try again. Guys, if you have not yet, please sign up for patreon.com backslash JSW podcast. Be like Brandy and Becca. Sign up for a two. We have everything from a dollar to 15. And every single tier gives you an opportunity to get amazing stuff from us, such as additional content. You can control the show. Um, you get uh, stickers and stuff from us as well. We create you a gimmick uh, character and stuff like that. Plus, you get birthday shout outs like Becca did a few weeks ago. And one for Brandy, who celebrated a birthday last week. Uh, it's very interactive for us and for you guys. If you go and sign up at patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast today. And like I said, it's a tier from a dollar a month down to 15 a month. 
Now, the $15 a month one is more for like a sponsorship kind of thing if you own your own business and stuff like that because we'll throw your business logos up on our social media. We'll plug it on the podcast. And now that we're on YouTube, we can throw a logo of your stuff somewhere out there as well. But the rest of them are more for you guys to help contribute as much as possible. Uh, and again, it's just a dollar a month for the smallest tier. You still get a shout-out every week on the show like Brandy and Becca do. So go on and check it out again. It's patreon.com backslash jfwpodcast. Right, two times a charm. Two times a charm. All right, Jay. Uh, so uh, we saw us. Well, SCW New Beginnings were a couple weeks ago. It was back on the twenty seventh. Yes, it was. Uh, the show opened up obviously uh, with a dark match, as most independent wrestling shows do, with VJ Price, one of the newer uh, guys who come out of the SCW school, taking on uh, one half of the modern day sharpshooters, uh, James Creek. Uh, Creed pick up the win, uh, showing off this amazing fucking shiny wizard. Really? Now, I was hoping for an elbow drop, but you could clearly say once he hit the shiny wizard, it was fucking done. So, really fucking cool. Definitely coming in and uh, into his own and everything. Uh, obviously, the modern day sharpshooters, great fucking tag team. But we both know not all tag teams last forever. Right. So, when that time comes, when they go to separate ways, start doing their own shit. They both seem I, and I joke about it a lot. I know I call I called Cree Janetti once in a while. <laughs> once in a while, oh, yeah. <laughs> mostly to his face, a couple times on the podcast. Mostly to his face. Um, both Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Both Shawn Michaels. Guys. I, I think both of them are going to be a force to reckon with in their futures. I think the only Janetti in fucking SCW is uh, Rodent and uh, Burna Squash. Yeah. So. Well, no, it was a good match. It was a good showing for uh, VJ Price. Uh, it just goes to show that if you go to the SCW school, you have the ability to learn professional wrestling the right way. Um, and guys, we mentioned the SCW school on our podcast many times, but if you don't know, the SCW school is based out of uh, Bourbon A, Illinois, at the Genesis Martial Arts uh, School. So uh, you can find them on Facebook. If you want any information on the school, just message Southland Championship Wrestling on Facebook or Genesis Martial Arts on Facebook as well. Just message them. They'll get back to you with the information on it. And you get trained by uh, veterans of the business who know exactly what they're doing, uh, who go out and put their bodies even on the line today to put on a great show and Hunter Payne. So, the... Uh, what the... I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It was going, right? <laughs> Uh, the first official match of the show, we saw Bo Anderson take on uh, the debuting Cody Jones. Bo Anderson picked up the win, obviously with the help of Bulletproof LLC coming out there. Uh, they came out, shook, uh, shook Steve's hands. Steve is a huge supporter of Bulletproof LLC, as well as a lot of the fan base. They do feel that uh, Bulletproof is getting uh, shafted by uh, by a Squirrel Boy. So, Well, I mean, up until recently, I don't think they've been on any of the flyers. And I'm not even sure they were on this past flyer. No, definitely not. They weren't out one bit. Yeah, but I mean, butternut squash needs to realize that even the even heels yeah. need to be on there too. Right. Yeah, that polished scrotum really needs to get shit together. Women's title match: uh, Pluma Starred uh, defends her title against another debut Kendra Hall. A uh, great match. Kendra Hall actually picked up the win in this match, but got reversed when found out that Pluma's uh, uh, foot was on the ropes. Oh. Restarted the match. Plummer picked up the victory to retain her title. And uh, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to mention this or not, uh, but I'm going to anyways because I can do that shit because it's a podcast. Yeah. 
So, uh, so me, sir, buddy Ryan, if uh, if you're wondering what the timestamp is for uh, me saying this shit, it's right now. Uh, me, sir, invited Paloma Star to a uh, prom for um, uh, I can't, what's it like? I, I don't even know what the the correct term is. It uh, special needs people. I don't know the proper way to say it. And I don't want to be offensive in any way about it. I'm not trying to be. I just don't know the proper term for it. For his school. Yeah. Well, it's, for, it's through the church. It's ah. for it's for kids uh, between, I believe, uh, it's for uh, like kids uh, from teenage to 24 years old who never really got to enjoy a prom or anything like that. To The church puts on a prom for them. Yeah. And um, Neeser, who, uh, if you guys are fans of uh, Southland Championship Wrestling, you know who uh, Neeser is. Uh, great fucking dude. Uh, he participates in the Special Olympics and everything. He's got a couple gold medals, couple gold too. gold medals yeah. and everything. He is a huge supporter of Southland Championship Wrestling and a huge fan of not only Patriots of Hope, but Paloma Star. And for him to, he created his own uh, his own poster, got her flowers, uh, put the sign up. She read it out. It was basically, you know, asking her to go to the dance with her. She checkmarked it, yes. Uh, lost his shit. So a really fucking cool thing to see and to witness. Good job, Neeser. Right, you really sh- you, you you shot your shot, bro. And it's like uh, Yogi Berra said, you know, you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's true. And I'm not gonna lie, he has more balls than me because I, I mean, there are people I would love to ask out. I just don't have the fucking, you know, the sentinels to do it. So, um, maybe you shouldn't take such a gene sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, Neeser, yeah, um, I don't remember if you want me to mention it on the show, but I just fucking did, bro, so. Rock on, brother. You always wonder, you always wonder if I talk to you about it on the show, well, I just did. So, welcome to the GFW Podcast family. Who knows, maybe one day you too could get a shirt that fucking, uh, Rodent Boy could steal. Right? Stupid gerbil. <laughs> uh, the following match was the Genesis Championship match where, uh, Cage from Bulletproof LLC took on the Sheik. Yeah. Uh, Steve was like, Steve was hoping Cage would pick up the win because if Cage was to pick up the victory, they were going to Vegas to celebrate. The jet was uh, gassed up and ready to go. Unfortunately, Sheik picked up the win. I was shocked. I thought I thought this was Cage's moment. I really did. I thought it was, and uh, I don't want to say unfortunate. Like, oh, you know, it sucks that he retained the title. It's just unfortunate for Steve that he didn't lose the right. title. Um. Following the match, Jake Andrews came out uh, and challenged Sheik next month for the title. So I do believe uh, that should happen. I mean, obviously cards are subject to change. I don't have the match card from Sentinel yet, but if I know Sentinel like I know Central, I'll probably get the day of the showing because that's how he likes to do business. Then we'll get a day of the show and it'll still change. Yeah. Uh, following that, we had a we had a triple threat match with the uh, Cobra, Max Baylock, and Just Amazing. Uh, if you you want to talk about this one? A little oh bit? man, I, this was probably I think this was almost match of the night for me. Yeah. Uh, Just Amazing was somebody I hadn't seen before. Had a great showing. Yeah, he, uh, well, he's new to SCW. Yeah. I'm, a lot of new debuts for new beginnings. I And this match was just going back and forth every which yeah. way direction. It ended up being uh, kind of a swerve at the end there where they took out Crete or Baylock, right? Baylock, yeah. They yeah. took out Baylock, yeah. and uh, the Cobra just... Stepped aside and let Just Amazing take the pinfall. Yeah. And then Johnny Wild came out, and I guess this new little 
faction or tag team was starting, which I wouldn't want to fuck with the Cobra. No. And from what I'm seeing from Just Amazing, I don't want to mess with that dude either. Mm-hmm. I mean, we sit down and have some beers, but. Yeah, uh, it was, no, it was a great triple threat match all uh, all around. Uh, Creed came out to save his partner, maybe just a little bit too late, but yeah, uh, still came out nonetheless. So I'm assuming there's gonna be something down the line that's gonna involve them guys. Uh, and they they took a they took a doc too. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just have to wait to see how that works out. Um, we saw uh, the tag team titles on the line with Lee Payne taking on um, the family of uh, Rancid and uh, Willie the Bomb. Uh, overall, good match. Uh, again, Hunter Payne uh, sporting the new JFW logo shirt. Thank you, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, the geezer. Really uh, really stepping up there and doing something for other people for a change. For a change. Yeah, I said it. Fight me. I don't give a shit. Fight him. I want to see it. Yeah. Alabama slam. <laughs> Ali Payne picked up the victory, retained the titles and everything, so... Uh, wasn't too surprising there. I don't want to say the family brought out their uh, their B team, their B squad, but they definitely brought out the B squad for that one. Uh, no Charlie or Ivan. No. So I, I mean, maybe something was going on. Like maybe, you know, I I was concerned about the same thing because is it the new family? Is it? I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's just Charlie giving them an opportunity to see if they could stand alone. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We don't know Charlie Jr. too well, but the way his mind works, that is a possibility. That's something he could be thinking. Of. Yeah. Uh, following the match, uh, we saw JPH take on uh, Jake Andrews in a singles match. Yes. Really good fucking match. I mean, I think this is one of the matches that we uh, we fantasy booked. Oh, we definitely fantasy booked. So this. it's not like SCW is not listening. Put our squash. Yeah. So, also a great match. Uh, JPH, unfortunately, lost to Jake Andrews, uh, which is a lot of momentum going into his future Justice title match. Following that, we had the uh, SCW Championship match with Max Holiday taking on the returning surprise opponent of Sean Mulligan. The Irish Carbon. Yeah. I thought that, that these two put on a great match. Um, heavy hitters, both of them. Yep. I think Max just had... A little more in him. Mm-hmm. Maybe not having the time off that Mulligan did. Yeah. Even though he did have the foot injury. But I believe he was still active and stuff like that. Where Mulligan just said he was out visiting family and whatever and whatnot. So I had that. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, all in all, it was a good showing. Um, you guessed it on the uh, surprise return. Yeah. Uh, the next show for uh, SCW, I believe, is also in Shabance. I believe it's February 29th. Yes, Leap Day. So um, make sure you guys uh, stay posted on that. Follow them on social media, Southland Championship Wrestling. Keep an eye out for SCW's next show, February 29th at the Shabance Civic Center. We'll let you know when tickets go on sale. Uh, when they do, there'll be $10 pre-sale, as always. $12 at the door. Tickets open at... Uh, tickets... Twelve dollars at door. Doors open at six. Both times at seven. We done? No. Of course we're not. We're never done. Right? Because we have a new segment we're going to introduce you to. But before we do, I just want to remind you guys to catch the show weekly here on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube, just by searching "Just Figure Wrestling" or the JFW Podcast. 
Again, if you are watching these videos on YouTube, make sure you subscribe all to the show to get notifications on when the show drops. Uh, and let all your friends know where they can find it. If they are wrestling fans and they don't know about the podcast, they can catch it because we sit here and we cover everything independently all the way up into everything that is yes. televised. Um, also, follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the JFW Podcast or Just Making Wrestling. Either way, you're going to find us. Go to jfwpodcast.com because that's a thing now. And uh, check out everything we have to offer there as well. Uh, guys, we. Um, oh, fuck. What are we going to say? I don't know. Freaknet Studios. Freaknet Studios. We talked about Freaknet Studios a little bit earlier. It's a. It's a collaboration of three different podcasts, uh, Just Freaking Wrestling with me and Dizzle J here, this freaking show with me and Cartoon Joe, and obviously Doug Gray Area with our buddy uh, Sarge. Uh, we're coming together as a group to put out video content on a Freaknet Studio YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to hopefully get together soon to get all that figured out and situated, and when we do, so much content is going to come your guys' way, so make sure you follow us on Facebook at Freaknet Studio so you know when all that stuff will drop. And also listen to the other podcast, mainly because I host the other fucking podcast, and Sarge is also here too. Jay, what is our Dizzle J pick of the week? Dizzle J pick of the week. I did pick one, right? Of course I did. Okay. That doesn't happen very often where I don't. And if I don't, I usually pick it in the middle of the show. So, I went back in time. Two of my favorite wrestlers. We can't go in the future, Jay. No, you really can't. Well, you really can't go back in time either, but we're going to look at it to the video histories of YouTube. So, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe at Ring of Honor. I believe this is like 06-ish. Okay. So, this is back before the they got watered down. <laughs> so, check them out. These guys are two of the best that ever came through. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you guys probably know CM Punk as his fame in WWE. I know Samoa Joe, more of his fame from TNA, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. Yeah. But check it out. Just just go back and watch these videos. It's always a good time. So that will be posting sometime tomorrow. Cool. Guys, new segment we're coming up with. Uh, we're just going to call it uh, Holy Shit, Who Gives a Shit? And basically what it is, every single week we're going to come across two things that each of us feel is the holy shit moment of the week or the who gives a shit moment of the week. Yes. And uh, it's going to replace the final freaking thought. And uh, Jay, if, you, uh, if you're ready, why don't you go ahead and start us out with what is your holy shit, who gives a shit moments of the week? I got one for each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start with my holy shit. The title shit. is just called Holy Shit, Who Gives a I, Shit. I just moment. want to make sure because I, I didn't want to do too much Jay, work. we talked about this for two days. It's legal. Though. I, I took you I on the phone. I talked to you on the phone and described it to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talked about before we recorded today. Yeah. Yeah. So my holy shit. Braun in his first singles title. Yeah, it's mine too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. But I thought I thought that was great. Um Braun's long overdue for a singles title. It should have been a pay per view match. It should have been a throw around. It should it would have been better than Shorty G versus Sheamus. Yeah. At least it would have given him that win at a pay-per-view mm-hmm. for the title. But hopefully it's a long title run, so I, I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yeah. And again, I'm a big fan of the guy making the title. Mm-hmm. And I think the best person to ever do that was probably The Miz. 
no matter yeah, what title. Or even Cena with the U.S. title when he had that last run with it. I thought mm-hmm. that was great and made it worth something. Yeah. So when you can back that title up, which I hope Braun does, I'm looking to see great things out of Braun. Who was the last person to make the world title relevant? The world title? Ooh. You're talking big gold. Or are you talking I'm WWE? I'm talking about the title right now. WWE? Include include the Universal, the WWE, the Heavyweight, the Undisputed, whatever you want to call them. Those titles. Who was the last person to make that relevant? I really can't. I don't think it'd be that hard for you. I figured, I, for me, it's Kofi. I think, yeah, Kofi as far as the WWE title. That's what I'm saying. Overall, all of them. Over, yeah, overall, yeah, it would have to be Kofi. Yeah, overall, I want. I, I don't want to separate Universal and WWE because the Universal title really hasn't had that many champions. Yeah. When we sit there and it down, it's like what fucking uh, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, fucking Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins, Roman Reigns. I mean, like, it it it, it, it hasn't gotten that prestigious. Yeah. So you you, you haven't had, had those. To, yeah, Kofi had to make it relevant. I mean, Daniel Bryan did for a little bit too, but. He more used that as an agenda for fucking environmental bullshit. I, yeah, I think recently it had to be Kofi. Mm-hmm. Because it, Kofi fought every month, yeah. if not a couple times a month. And it was on every week. Boom. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely Kofi. Right. Who gives a shit? Hogan's cleared to wrestle. <laughs> I heard Sting's going to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. I heard that might be a thing. Here, Harlem Heat might come back, too. Dude, they're making our old-timers pay-per-view. <laughs> stealing shirts, stealing matches. Just give us a fucking job. Yeah, we're, fucking, we're fucking trendsetters, bro. right? Holy shit. I will, I will move to wherever, Massachusetts? Yeah, but you know he, he's going to make millions of dollars if he wrestles in Saudi. Oh, yeah. The Prince probably still thinks it's like 1980 anyway. <laughs> Uh, what was your uh, no one gives a shit so yeah okay so obviously uh, the holy shit was uh, Braun Strowman yeah. wearing that really fucking cool uh, my who gives a shit is how much they promoted the Super Bowl on Smackdown to the point where they even called it Super Smackdown yeah I thought that Which was I, I get it it's a Fox owned brand now technically and everything so they have the right to do whatever they want but they just really went above and beyond so much of promoting Football through pro wrestling. But at the same time, though, there was quite a few commercials for SmackDown during I, the Super Bowl. That I don't care about. Yeah. The biggest thing is like to sit there and... First off, fine, put the put the Super Bowl plug in the show. Whatever. But they literally caught Super SmackDown and spend the first four minutes of the show talking about the fucking Super Bowl. Who gives a shit? You, th- you think if they would have done that, it would have been a super show? Yeah. Why weren't there any of the fucking uh, football players there? Why wasn't fucking Patrick Mahomes in the fucking ring? Yeah. They could have done a lot more fucking with it, but they just, they they literally just used SmackDown as a way to plug the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. I could see that. Which yeah. wasn't needed to be done. People know when the fucking Super Bowl is. You don't have to plug that. No. So that's my holy shit moment of the week. Yeah. I had a minor holy shit moment. Yeah. Ric Flair in the Hummus commercial. That was a little neat. Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Guys, as we mentioned, Dizzle J is getting a new t-shirt that's going to be launched on Tee Public this week. Make sure you check it out. Hit that sale and get those shirts. 
before the sale ends. There'll probably be another one at the end of February, but you want to get the shirt sooner rather than later. And on top of that shirt, we also have the Travesty Dizzle J2020 Make Wrestling Great Again t-shirt that is available alongside our brand new JLW logo t-shirt. All available at tpublic, T-E-P-U-B-L-A-C.com, searching JFW. If you're not a fan of ours quite yet, but you want to learn more about us, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JFW Podcast. Listen to our podcast on a weekly basis at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube just by searching JFW Podcast. Also, help us out. Help out the podcast. Get on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast. Sign up for one of the tiers, anything from a dollar to 15, and be part of the patrons, just like Becky and Brandy. Check Becca. out Dizzle J's. What did I say? Becky. Same thing. Who gives a shit? She don't listen to the show. No. She just gives us money. Thank you. Okay. Generally, thank you very much. L E I G H. Not racist yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jay, that's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to our episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.